When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Morning, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Thursday. Thursday, already? Woohoo! 29th of <laughs> September, and it's just after six o'clock. I'm here with Kempi, Louie, Joe, and Kez. Aroha, keeping us up to date with all the news up in the studio in the big smoke. Ah. Oh. Been here for a week, lads. What's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, man, stay morena. up here, mate. It's awesome. Morena, morena. Nah, it's good. Awesome having you up here, mate. Good to, uh, you know, see your, your smiley face every morning coming to the <laughs> studio. Um, geez, that was a little bit of a woohoo, like like the one you gave your horse yesterday <laughs> when it was running into that that placing position oh. uh, over in Rose Hill, mate. How are you feeling after the run? Oh, I'm feeling good, mate. Yeah, I'm feeling um, I'm feeling confident. You know, like obviously my first horse. You know, you always want it to win, but mate, just just got to look at the other side of it. It's storm time, and obviously it's 1,200 meters. You're probably thinking it's a miler. I already had some some good information coming through from Chris Waller and Hugh Bowman. They were nice. very impressed. Oh, very um, good. So looking at another two weeks to to give Pungo another run. But mate, I was I was happy, really really happy. And uh, look, yesterday I don't know what was wrong with me. I was thinking maybe it was the uh, you know, the mental health um, campaign, I was a little bit nervous for that. Uh, 
and then I had obviously had this horse racing, so I was a bit weird, you know, I was a bit like feeling a bit yuck and anxious and everything, and I said, what's wrong with me anyway? Ring up my mate, and he's like, now you know. And I was like, what? And he goes, now you know why I cried when our tissue won. And I was like, mate, now I know, just like, just so nervous, and, and you just want to see it. Um, go well or you just want to see something that you've invested into and, and you've had a bit of time um, you know investing in and talking about to, to go well and um, no I was very happy watched it at the cave and Kempi come down he actually videoed it yeah yeah cheeky buddy yeah mate kept it <laughs> kept it well I, you know, I always wanted to I always thought man I talk about it all the time that first experience I had with Al Sharrick when mm. I backed Steely Dan it would have been so good to have it on video as opposed to talking about it <laughs> So, yeah, and no, I've got myself a little posse behind you and videoed the whole thing, mate, because the other side of that, too, it would have been great if he ran home and ran and won mm. and you had that footage. But either way, at least uh, I sent you that footage. You've got it. Yeah, you can say, well, this is the very first time and actually talk to that story and have it in pictures mm. forever. Yeah, no, I was I was very happy. And, and Louis sent in a few messages, you know, just getting some confidence out of it. So... Going forward, we're gonna ha- uh, we're actually with Tim Barry and uh, a couple of other lads, and Tim Barry is obviously part of Very Elegant, so he'll be very disappointed this morning. <laughs> obviously, crazy, Louis. crazy, crazy um, news to wake up to. She's out of the art, mm. um, and they're going to another race on the on the French card at the, at the same time. So I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Arc du Triomphe. Oh yeah, that one. Yes, Arc du Triomphe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know how to pronounce that? Uh, Royalu, Royalu. The Prix de Royale. It's another race on the card that um, she's going to end up running in. Curiosity is a French racing. Just trying to get wrap my head around it this morning. Um, Tim Barry, though, you've got the Carter guys. Mm. You got Mark Carter and yeah, Mark Carter's in Pango. Like you've got some um, really switched on racing minds, and then obviously the. The king, lads, king, the, the lads, and or then the king of the kings. You know, Chris what, Waller. What about this? What about this? It's nominated for the Cracker Millions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> ideally, that ideally, it's so good that you don't come back for it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's um, yeah. I mean, bought it the ready to run sales. Mm. How cool would it be to see it go around? But there's a lot of water to go under the bridge, oh, yeah. Series, but yeah. you know, just in general, like I remember that. I know what you would have been doing. Because he was in Barrier One, yeah. you would have been fixated on him as yeah. the gates are about to jump, right? Yeah, yeah. You would have been watching so intently, <laughs> yeah. like, please jump. Yeah. Please just come out of the gates. Please come out of the gates. And then you just watch him the whole time. You don't even see the race unfolding. You don't see the horses in front of it. Mate, you can have a, see, when you own something like Just Ask Me, you can have a beer, have a chat to your mate, and then go back to the gates and go, yeah, no, he's just jumped out. Oh, <laughs> That's right. It's Cinerama. You only have to watch the straight. <laughs> yeah, and you just have to turn the TV on when it's like 600 to go when you hear T. Lee go and we're at the 600 that's when you look at the telly oh. <laughs> look it was um, I actually got a video last so you can watch it on New South Wales racing you know over there and, and you can watch it from the stewards view and Pungal actually jumped down and got checked nearly went into the rails oh the front front yeah, on front on yeah so, yeah. so he jumped down and, and then the other horse hit him and he went yeah. just like that close to the rails yeah I said that to Tim I said mm. that to Tim like um when he showed the footage, when it came straight up from Aussie, I said, "Ooh, geez, he got pulled. Got pulled up there twice. It was mm. twice. It looked like he had to, Huey had to pull him yeah. back and then get him going again, and pull him back and get him going again. Mate, that takes a lot of energy out of a horse mm. too. 
So for the way the way that your horse finished, mate, very impressive. Yeah. Like Chris, very Chris exciting. Waller has to be happy about it, mate. Very exciting. Dear yeah. Boy. Very exciting, boys. We'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one and uh, enjoy the ride. It's our ride, lads. Stay on. I've been riding Al Sharricks and Tony Kemp's for the last couple of months, so hopefully I can offer something here in terms of punting. Appreciate Paulie Moati coming in too and boosting the odds. How good was that? Yeah, good on the TAV for coming to the party. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, boys, big show today. Obviously, Rugby League World Cup. Not too far away, lads. Over in the UK, it's fast approaching. We thought we'd chat to lead Rhinos legend and former England representative, Kevin Sinfield. Kevin Sinfield, 500, over 500 games Kevin, on Leeds, I was sinning, mate. mate. He came in, he actually played his first grade game at Leeds while I was still playing. <sighs> so I was on my way out. He was on his way in and ended up playing 20 years. Wow, mate. He doesn't look like he's uh, Mr. Beat, too. He's a, he's a handsome bugger. Oh, yeah. Well, Kevin Sinfield, he's played uh, a, a ton of uh, league. He's had a little dabble in the coaching rounds. We'll have a catch up with him over in the UK. Looking forward to chatting to him. We'll also talk NPC. Final round this weekend in Kempe's Northland. Stole it. <laughs> what a best Stole bad. one yesterday. <laughs> After just watching Pango, I turned the TV over and, TV over and off for Toyang and Fussy steals a scrum. And, well, Northland really steal it at the buzzer beater to. Go up in our little competition for lunch. So it wasn't ideal. But anyway, Hawke's Bay and The Bay need to step up this weekend. Hawke's Bay are taking on Tasman, and our next guest will no doubt be hoping to differ. Tasman and and new Crusaders coach Dan Perrin. Dan Perrin taking over from Jace Ryan at the Crusaders. They're currently coaching Tasman. He'll join us at about 7.40, so looking forward to having a chat to him. And then this is my favourite part of the week, lads. More than an athlete, more than an athlete. We see the other side of athletes, what they're doing outside their chosen sports and always looking to give back. And this guy is definitely doing it. Richie Barnett, 27 tests for the Kiwis. And he's played a ton of league for the Roosters and the Sharks. He's doing some amazing things. And we're going to tap into that at about 8 o'clock yeah, this good morning. Man. More than an athlete. Big show, lads. Big show, big Thursday. Like always, give us a message. Someone's already messaged through. Double eight, double three, or on the Kennards High phone line, 0800 150 Here we go. I'm going to read this message. Good morning, gentlemen. Tell you what, that Northland game last night was not an easy watch. They played well first half, but missed a couple of kicks. I thought I hope their misses don't bite us in the backside. And they almost... Did, be it not, for the Iceman, Dan the Man Hawkins. Yes, boy, Steve-O, all the best. Yeah, Dan the Man Hawkins, the most unorthodox kicking Isn't style it? ever, ever. And he just drains it. Drain- I saw um, that uh, Rivers Ray Hunter on, on the bench, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, they won't get this. They won't kick this with no. him off. But then I didn't see Dan Hawkins on there, and he's a bit of a... Like Mick O'Connor. Mick O'Connor used to kick like that. He used to go back behind the ball, back towards the try line, and then come around it and kick it forward. And I was like, how do you do that? And I was the same thing when (laughs) me and you were watching the game. I was thinking, oh, he's no chance of kicking (laughs) it from this far out like that. And he's nailed it. No, you you were laughing. You were like, oh, he's got to steal it. Walked off, got your Guinness and come back. And then, oh, they stole it. Yeah. I was like, oh, get out of here. Get out. Yeah, no, good, good finish to a game. That's what we want. That's mm. it's been like that all the way through. Um, been a great week for rugby league, you know, Louis. Today, you had a big show yesterday. 
Big show. Joey Jones. Jo- Joey Jones. Um, get on the podcast if you want to have a look at that, uh, listen to that. But also, you know, getting Kevin Sinfield on, mm. the more than just an athlete. Kevin Sinfield's more than just an athlete, mate. What he's doing, and we'll talk about that for his little mate, Rob Burrow, who played halfback for Leeds there, um, is ended up with motor neuron syndrome. And he's he's going to tell us all about it. It's just unbelievable. He's taken more than just an athlete to another level. Mm. Yeah, he's a, an ambassador for the Rugby League World Cup, um, which is how I kind of came across him yesterday when trying to work out who we're going to book for the show. But then just doing a bit more digging, he's going to end up at the Rugby League World Cup final at Old Trafford, yep. finishing a seven-day, seven-ultra-marathon odyssey. Seven ultra-marathons in a week. And he's going to finish at the Rugby League World Cup, which he's an ambassador for. And he's tying everything together so neatly here. And he's done these before. He's run some pretty sickening distances. He's clearly just one of those guys who's just a bit of a freak and yeah. loves to loves to hurt himself for the right cause. And he's obviously got an extremely intense fitness base to be able to and think about this. And this training must have been quite incredible. But I love what he's doing, tying Rugby League back with... Um, charity with his personal, um, I guess, challenge to make sure then build awareness and money. And I think it's going to be really interesting. And the other thing, which I told Kempi before the show, he's actually the defence coach for Leicester Tigers. Mm. So he's another leaguey. Gone over to rugby. Gone over to rugby, which is, Kempi's been talking about the trend for a while. And obviously down here, we don't have too many examples outside David Kidwell, but... You look at the Northern Hemisphere trend, and I know it's something you want to talk to them about. Is there pathways? Why is there so many of those old leagueies that you used to play with finding themselves in these top rugby union jobs? And that'll be fascinating to hear about. And so there's, there's lots of synergy with the Kevin Sinfield chat after seven. So. They've got so much to offer those leagueies, mate. Just like defence is, is what le- league is, you know? Defence mm. is just, just constant. Like they're making 30, 40 tackles a game, the technique, they, they bring a lot of difference. Uh, you know, angles of, of getting, you know, the wrapping, the jackling, and getting your mind to think about things like getting us into the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, the wrestle's judo. the big one. Yeah. The wrestle's a big one for rugby union. I see that all the time. You know, like if you can hold players up and understand how to do that in the current context, you, time. Right, your time and win, yeah. the, win the ball yeah. nine times out of ten. So, mm. mate, it is really interesting, Louis. It's a great get with um, Kevin Sinfield. He's a great bloke. You know, Rob Burrow. They were, they were at the base of the scrum um, when Kevin Sinfield started off as a 5'8", which, which is the position he filled when I left the Leeds Rhinos, and ended up at lock. Um, and Rob Burrow was right there with him all the way through. So uh, they actually got a horse together too. So they, they, they bought a horse over in England, and they race it for Rob. Um, awesome. and, and Barry McDermott, which is another Leeds Rhino that I played with. I told you the guy with the one eye. Very scary. Got some great stories about Baz. Um, they're all getting behind their mate Rob Burrow um, and this motor neuron uh, issue to try and raise awareness and raise funds for him. And, and I just, mate, I, t- I take, tip my hat to them all there for that. What, what Kev Sinfield does and the hurt locker that he puts his body through, um, mate, not many people can do post-rugby league career. Well, think about the think about the miles on his knees. Like you boys think about or joints in general. Uh, I go for a run more than seven eight kilometres. Then if I don't ice straight away, my knees are screaming the next day. I haven't played a toenail as much as pro sport as you guys have. His career was five. I think in total over six hundred first grade. Great games. And mate, puts it in the puts it into context. They when they're saying three hundred NRL games. Mm. Mate, he's, play, he's played over 500. And then you add international, he's uh, rugby league on top of that. And then so you think about, <laughs> mate, what about his hips, his back? 
<laughs> We're going to ask him this stuff. Like, how are you going to? How could you do it? He's looking after his body, mate. That's what he's doing. You talk about investing. He is investing, mate. That Rob Burrow um, story is is crazy, man. Crazy, eh? Just, oh, just makes me sad when you think about that. He's only yeah. forty years of age and yeah, tra- trapped in his own body. Trapped in his own body, man. The the mind's working, but just the body's shutting down. And yeah, that's what Jared Cunningham had, eh? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Play, yeah. And Neil Danner here in mm. uh, Scotty Gull in uh, AFL. Player. Yeah, they yep. did the big freeze where they go down the slide in the AFL um, on Queen's birthday weekend. And yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, sport for these reasons is, I mean, there's sport, sports entertainment at the end of the day, but mm. it's also used f- for so much good. Uniting and, and fundraising and awareness. Yeah. And this is a great example. Hey, boys, just before I do my can't wait question of the day. You probably saw that incredulous look on my face just before. I'm just lifetime educating myself on the very elegant decision, and I think a lot of people, including the connections, uh, didn't understand a lot of it. Yeah, I think we all just thought it was a bit simpler than it was when you were, well, you've got a Melbourne Cup winner. Surely she can race in the... 100%. Yeah, you know, you don't think too much about it. Just this last little bit here, I've just realised, this is... So there's so many levels that are frustrating. They've dropped her rating by seven points after two runs after a huge spell on races that and tempos that just didn't suit. I mean, crazy in, in the first place. But the key reason why she can't race in the arc is not because of safety. It's actually due to a quint, and I think that's how you say it, a quint bet type, which doesn't suit fields bigger than 20. So the arc is limited to a 20-horse field because it's a betting race which operates one race per day in France on either a selected thoroughbred or harness race, so your biggest race of the day, that generates participation from the general public because it has lottery qualities accounting for up to 20% of the daily turnover. They've regularly, before they brought this quint bet type in in the late 80s, I think they're saying, 89, they would have fields of up to 30 in the arc, but because of a bet type, so essentially you can have a certain oh amount of shares my. in a, like a lottery, I guess, that's actually another part of it because it does seem crazy. You look at the big fields you have for Melbourne Cups or uh, English derbies, they line up right across the track. You can kind of, you know, sometimes it does look unsafe. You've got 30 horses up to points running around in some races. I had no idea that there's so many layers to this. That's another one. It's a bet type, which is, and you know, the arc has always been like this. They wouldn't have just, well, it has since 89. They wouldn't have just found that out. But there are so many layers to very elegant missing out on her, her crack at the arc. And again, I don't think she was going to win it, but it's just almost by principle at this point. She's a Melbourne Cup winner. I know, man. 10-time group one winner. <laughs> Show her some respect. Crazy, crazy. Look, honestly, sitting there with Tim Barry, he's fuming. Now he'd be fuming. He's like, do you know what the answer is? He's like, oh, no, tonight. Now he knows he'd be. <laughs> be Don't want to see him this morning. No. Well, it's, and and, and the, the worst part about it is there's a lesser there's lesser horses in the race. Mm. That's the that's the big one. Well, they're all, yeah, yeah. Well, essentially, I mean, at the end of the day, it's opinion, but no other Melbourne Cup winners in the horse and yes there's horses that have only won group twos in there and yeah they're rating a higher because they might be performing better but you know what do we say about class and form and showing a bit of respect to mm. a great mare who's decided to take her form is temporary class is permanent you know so we'll talk about it throughout the morning but mm. I just thought that was interesting I just read that then it's crazy, 90, crazy. 1997 is a good year 
you know, that's I think Sydney. That's where Sydney started playing, wasn't it? Nineteen ninety seven, Sinfield. Yeah. Nineteen ninety seven was also when a horse called Pinterest Celeb won the Arc du Triomphe, and I'd been following it all year in France. And Kevin Edel come over, and I said, "I've got the winner." And he said, "No way!" And I went, "Yeah, man, this race in France is called the Arc du Triomphe." And uh, if you go and watch back and watch that race, it's I think at the time this horse it just had this burst of speed over the last six hundred. Ran the fastest time ever at that time for the arc. Cleaned up. 97. 1997. Pinterest Right, we'll go way back, Uncle. Yeah, 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 I love that. Historian, we'll go watch that. Can't wait question of the day. Right, enough whinging for now about the arc. We'll do some more later on. Can't wait question (laughs) of the day. Very easy. The NRL season comes to a close on Sunday night. Quite a sad moment for the year. What's your highlight been? What is your highlight of the NRL season 2022 Ooh, been? Good question. Is it a player? Is it a team? Is it a win? Was it a field goal? Was it a tackle? Was it a controversy? Was it a player? Was it a win? Was it a team? You take it where you want. 0800 your highlight of the 2022 NRL season. Kempi and Izzy, they'll dish theirs out after this. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Rapid relief from sore throats with Diflam Plus anaesthetic lozenges. Now eleven ninety nine at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Highlight of the 2022 NRL season. It's coming to a close. All you leagueies won't know what to do with yourself. Uh, you included, Kimpy. You're just doing some form. Um, but what is it? What do you? What did you make of the season? There's been ups and downs and lefts and rights. Brenton, you're on the line in Auckland, mate. Good to chat to you early. What's your highlight of the year been? Oh, my highlight is my mighty Panthers, bro. Just, just. <laughs> That game on Saturday night, I thought they were dust. I thought they were gone. Oh, no, we're getting bad, not bad calls, but little calls that, like, was video referenced overturned tries. I was like, oh, no, this is not going to happen. And then my little man, Brian Toro, <laughs> one of the best tries I've ever seen. See you later. Get out of my way, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good try, too. Uh, yeah. Brendan, and, and mate, they're the team to beat this weekend. There, there's so many highlights with Penrith. I think the final series has been a real highlight for me, just the way it's panned out. It's been a fairy tale for the NRL. Um, the way that some of the players have played at the clubs, Nico Hines, how he's shown up. Brandon Smith, the last year at Melbourne, going to Sydney City next year. You know, I think he played really well. But for me, not having rugby league in this country and seeing the Warriors come back to a full house um, has been my highlight. And it just goes to show you how much... New Zealand really wants to support a rugby league team. Um, and given where they sit on the table too, it's been a tough year for them, been a tough few years. Uh, we all know the, the COVID situation that they had to go through, but they walk back into the country and the support decides to, to fill the stadium. And I just think, for me, that was the highlight, to, to show that rugby league in this country has so much support. So much support, Gimpy. You did right, mate. No, no matter what, the, the Warriors faithful will turn up in droves and support their team. So uh, the one Warriors, the one Warriors. That's right. I was about to say, the, the one New Zealand vo- voicemail that we yeah. ran. There you go, eh? We, 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 we had all the gravy here. Anyway, my uh, highlight wasn't on the field. wasn't on the field for, for the, the West Tigers. I'm a West Tigers diehard fan, love them, and that is my NRL team. It's been a horrible time the last couple of years, but obviously the, my highlight will be Benji Marshall and Robbie Farah uniting with their old coach Tim Sheens and going to be in the coaching group next year and, and it gives me a bit of hope 
going forward that maybe the, the West Tigers can get back to where they are. So, yeah, Benji Marshall just trying his chance in his arm in the, in the coaching realm. I thought you were going to say your highlight was Benji winning Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way, man. Some blokes just touch anything yeah. during the gold, eh, like yeah. Benji. Hey, <laughs> we know reality TV. It's all, mate, I've done TV. Oh, you reckon they've no, Rigged. Oh, 100%. <laughs> somebody's had a somebody's had a future bit on Benji. Uh, my highlight. I actually think there's one thing that stands out above the rest of this uh, rugby league season, and that was the third Origin game. Oh, I reckon that was the, that. Oh. I reckon that was the best game of sport this year so you see far. See NRL. Well, <laughs> that was a great game though. Kick <laughs> out, kick out, kick Technicalities. Out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're jealous. You didn't think it. <laughs> 29 away from seven. What's your highlight of the rugby league 2022 season so far? Or the NRL is coming to a close, but yeah, look the f- uh, ferocity in that game and the bodies on the floor and the <laughs> desire to win uh, was pretty pretty. T good. What do you think? Double eight, double three. We'll get to some of your messages. Yes, Tim. Uh, off the back of Aroha's news with Kubota together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. CNZ, we are half past six, well actually 27 away from seven this morning. Great to have your company on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. A couple of sports highlights from the morning so far with Bunnings Trade helping businesses our trade here to make your job easier. Uh, oh, the White Ferns are just underway in their match a, in the first T20 against the West Indies. Uh, that game has just started now by the looks of it. Uh, the other T20 going on, we'll just put that on the tally, I just can't quite find it. Uh, the other game going on right now is England-Pakistan on their T20. This is the men's. Uh, England 72 for 5 um, with not too much to go. They are uphill facing Pakistan, their fifth T20 over there. Now we'll just try to track down what's going on with the White Ferns. I don't think it can be long Started. Ah, yes, here we are. First over, one for one. White Ferns bowling first. Hayley Jensen with the ball in the second over. So we've struck early with a wicket. Very good. Thank you, Joe. Um, around the world, well, looking back here in Christchurch, and Team Rugby and Cricket will be battling for bragging rights. The Black Clash has been renewed, I see, Izzy. It has. A bit of breaking news this morning. Yes, back in Christchurch. I'll put my hand up again, lads. Foot, hopefully you'll be able to play this year. Hopefully, look, my foot's buggered, and um, <clears throat> yeah, my planting foot when I fell off that motorbike. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's a planting foot. But um, I'll be there in some shape or form. Yeah, I'll Hyd- be there. Hydration technician or <laughs> just pinch hitter. It's a great event. If you ever get an opportunity, lads, go to it. It's it's so much fun, and it's quite funny actually. You watch it, and it's. There's bigger crowds than they get at the and they come wash these washed up, a um, couple of washed up rugby players, a couple of former rugby players, and a few cricketers as well. And Tommy Walsh played last year, and he was outstanding. So Will Jordan's back, so they've uh, managed to sign Will Jordan again. Uh, Karen Reed, Rido's back in there as well, so they've managed to secure Team Rugby some stars to get them going. Have I not been named yet? I must. They must be le- labour saving la- the best for last. I'm just doing the old <laughs> control F <laughs> dag. 
Unfortunately, no. I'm not. You know like, what they do there? They, 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 the suspense, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. They don't want to roll out all the big names no, on no, the no, first roll day. Roll out all the, you know, all the yeah. no, lesser names. Yeah, Will. <laughs> Eight, nine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, that's the Black Clash. And, and you're right, it's, it's, it's such a cool event. People absolutely love it. So that's what's going on there. And, uh, of course, Northland last night getting up over Bay of Plenty in the NPC. Uh, tomorrow night we've got Tasman, Hawke's Bay. Tasman the Bay, mate. Tasman the Bay. Dan Perrin coming on shortly, and he's just taking over the role for the Crusade as well. I saw that. We've got to touch on that a little bit towards the end of it. Um, Caught call me off guard a little bit, to be honest. Oh, oh, oh That's probably all I thought. Um, Dan Perrin's been around for a long time, and and they've really similar mindsets. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad, uh, a, a bad thing. You know, you might want to rejuvenate, but why would you change what Jace Ryan's been able to do? So it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. But that was probably the the most um, you know sought after, or, or, you know, the the one that was going to make sense. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, and he's a former Crusader, so he mm. understands what the yeah. uh, the team is all about and the identity of the club, I guess. So, yeah. look, we ask him about it. James Marshall, you got James Marshall, the Tasman Crusaders, Dang Perrin, Razor, Scotty Hansen. So there's two changes there. Razor's man, Razor, and obviously Scott Hansen's going to mm. take on a big, a big huge load. Role, yeah. Huge role this year. You got Tamati Tamati Allison as well. He's still hanging around, and and he'll take on even more of a role. Mm-hmm. He'll take on the field. He'll look after the whole backline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Scotty Hansel will keep doing attack. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Mm. But it was an opportunity for other Super Rugby teams if they want to put some pressure on the uh, Crusaders. All right, back to the text, Kimpy. The homecoming was my highlight. Watching Sir Peter. Leach, the man butcher, his joy, understanding the separations the lads had to enjoy Kimberley. Yeah, of course. You know. And Butcher's um, Tuturu Warriors 100% um, sent, him, sent him a picture actually from the rugby gig last Saturday night, just always talking rugby league. Mate, what are you doing? Rugby league, mate? Rugby league? World Cup coming up? You know, so um, yeah, the Butcher, mate, he was one person that was happy. But I, look, Louis, I think everyone was just happy to see them touch down back in New Zealand. Yeah, we were. Mm. Um, although, a couple weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Lots. yeah. Timmy, calm down. <laughs> final whistle at the final game of the Warriors. Pathetic season. Next year, it is our year. Well, there you go, Tim. Uh, Ed, Warriors getting done 700k for a few games. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, Matt Lodge, I'm sure, was a pretty low light. We didn't ask for your low lights, though. John, you, this is good. North Queensland coming from second to last to top four was pretty good. And they're a genuine... They're, they're a genuine chance again next year, like mm. that with their team. I think what happened. I, I said I said that to uh, Todd, Toddy Payne yesterday on running it straight when we had him on. That you know, midway through the season, everyone started looking at his side, going, "Actually, got a decent team," mm. you know, and um, you know, good good young blood coming through. Some some blokes now. Now that they've had final season, I reckon everyone's got them in the top four again next year. You'd be crazy not to. They're huge upside. Highlight of the season is when the Southern Bears were announced two days after the grand final. <laughs> Yeah, man. And the Crusaders take the franchise license. Yes, Kempe. Just waiting for them honestly, to sign the deal. It's not a bad option. And obviously, we're having a bit of tongue in cheek, but you've obviously gone out and started recruiting the board and, you know, chairman and, and yeah. funding and everything like that, man. Where are you at? With Defensive that coach Kevin Sinfield coming on. Yeah. Where are you at? 
for the yeah. Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, well, Mate, that's why that's why the Crusaders signed the license. So I want to ask him what he, coach. what he what he what he tells um, Namani Nandolo to do <laughs> on the outside. How do you make Namani defend? Mate, played with him, ball in hand, fantastic. <laughs> Defensively, sometimes. <laughs> How do you speak to him, mate? Yeah, I don't think Matt Duffy talks to him anymore. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> well, yeah, he got he got steamrolled. Old Duff's uh, twenty away from seven. A couple of last texts here. Can't my question of the day, by the way, is what was your highlight of the NRL season or the rugby league year? There's been so many ups and downs, but there's been some absolute highlights for sure and um, some standout players. But a couple more texts here, my boys. Uh, part own very elegant and they booked their tickets two months ago to Paris they leave today poor buggers mm. crazy yeah look she's going to run in a group one still it's not the arc the confusion and the disappointment will be real I think it will be really triggering at this level you would wonder how it's happened and I, I know there'll be a lot of frustration but I'm sure once they get over there have a glass of champagne they'll be able to drop their shoulders and just enjoy it for what it is but look thanking everyone involved in that situation not deserving of the great mere. Mm. 19 and a half away from seven. 0800 150 Quizzy Dag is coming right up. Come on and take the quiz master. Come on. Kez has had a sleep in, so I don't know if we've got a quiz prepared. Of course we have. Come on, Kez. Yeah, not too, not too, not too, Not too shabby either, son. Yep, right. It's gettable. Sleep typed. We'll get to that. It's gettable. Come through. I under one five zero eight to leave a take on the quizmaster for it. This is how you do it. Quizzy that come play it. This is how we do it. Quizzy that come play it. Quiz is on the line. Just one at a time. Don't Google a lie. Phone a friend, you'll be fine. Just listen for the signs. DAB with the prize. 50 bucks if you wise If you're wrong and then we'll say goodbye This is how we do it This is how we do it Quizzy that come play it Quizzy that come play it 0800 150 811 Now give us a call Yes, give us a call. <clears throat> Nick Gill, give me a call, mate. You're listening in there at Tauranga, 18, 8.76 a.m. Gilly, congratulations. 200 games. Here's the trainer, Nick Gill, for the All Blacks. 200 tests last weekend, mate. Hell of an achievement. You're a champion. Stay tuned because Kevin Sinfield's coming up. And well, he's a bit like yourself. Seven ultra marathons in a week, eh? You reckon you could do that, Gilly? We'll see you anyway. Gonna wrap straight into the quiz. Anton from Auckland. Morning, Anton. Morena, my boys. Morena. Morena, Anton. Good luck, my friend. We got a quizzy dag. Here we go. Question number one. Who won the Dally M medal last night? Uh, uh, I think it was Nico Hines, wasn't it? Nico Hines is correct. Question number two. Which NBA team does Zion Williamson play for? And wow, does he look good. Yeah, he does. Um, New Orleans. New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Correct. Question number three. Which EPL team plays their home games at St. Saint- James Park? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, football's not a thing. You got a clue for me, Kempi, please? Uh, Andrew Johns. 
Newcastle. Yes, that is correct. Question number four. Thank you, Anton. <laughs> Say thank you to Uncle. <laughs> hey. Yeah, thank you. Question number four. How many All Blacks tests did Andrew Mertens play? You always fall for the two shots, mate. It's always the yeah, second one, not the first one. Ah, uh, Andrew Merton, he didn't make a hundred, so let's go. Oh. Over, I wouldn't have a clue, man. Go, 77. Ooh. 77 is incorrect. Sorry, my man. You have a good day. That is a tough question, I must say. Tony, give me those apples. <laughs> oh, mate. Bloody hell. How, how, many, <laughs> how many All Blacks tests did Andrew Murders play? I'll have to go. I'll have to go. I'll have to go. <laughs> Well go, uh, well go, eh? Tiffany. <laughs> Oi, Tony. What a good guess. What a what a guess, man. Is that a guess or what? Don't lie to me. No, that's not a guess. That has to be a legend of what you said. <laughs> Love your honesty. You just you're, you're more honest than the rest of them. Anyway, <laughs> question number five. Who is the referee for the NRL grand final? Oh five. what's his name? Four. Playing a friend. Three. No, you, you're a leaguey. Uh, you're a leaguey. Yeah. He's Come got, on. He's, I, I can't remember. Playing a friend. I can't remember his freaking name. He might, he, is that a German surname? Ashley Klein or something. Ashley Klein, wasn't it? Or something. <laughs> Shot kiss. Well done, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. $50 TAB coming your way. <sighs> yeah, boy. Oh. I, won't, I won't pay it. I won't pay it. Uh, go eat those apples, my mate. Granny Smith? Oh, I'm sour. Same. Green. Baking <laughs> who apples. Pu- who are you putting it on, mate? Do you want a tip for the weekend? Oh, I'm going to go Panthers 13 plus, bro. Oh, you might as well just give it straight back to us. Oh, <laughs> daggy, daggy, daggy. Power, eh? Not giving them a chance. Hey, what about the uh, Battle of the West, Kempe? You sent through a video yesterday. Look, some real good characters out in West Sydney, as you know. Some real interesting characters. and, and are, we taking put, are we allowed to put that on our I don't page? think so. <laughs> That's but so they're, good. They're taking this seriously on the streets in West Sydney. Oh, I'll tell you what. You just If you were over there, you would go and drive down... Parramatta or Penrith every day. So Rose Hill is just just beside Para, right there. Right and there. Cr- Chris Waller, Para. I'm pretty sure he's a Para fan. Well, because uh, he's based at Rose Hill, so he's the Battle of the West. I'm pretty sure he's a Parramatta fan. Him and Charlie Duckworth were having a little giggle about it, and the Battle of the West on their uh, video they sent out yesterday for the, with the form for the weekend. So it's massive for West Sydney, but yeah, as we said, some characters some out that characters. part of the world. Yeah, <laughs> bring back Bo Ryan, mate. Kind of like West Auckland. Eight away from seven. Uh, some messages from you on double eight double three. What's your highlight of the NRL season? And what about this? Who's look? Nico Hines is the Dalian player, but that doesn't mean that he was the player of the NRL season. 
Who's your best player of the NRL season, the one that stands out to you? You'll remember 2022 because of who? Come through, double eight, double three. Master your facial hairstyle with 10% off the King C Gillette range from Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Thursday the 29th of September It's just after 7 o'clock Already hour through Tony won the quizzy dag Tony, Tony, Got Tony. apples Naughty boy, you got those apples, eh? Might have been a bit of googling there But that's alright, mate We'll be back tomorrow with an even tougher For our fun Friday And I can't wait to rip in A couple of messages here regarding Player of the Year Dele M was given to Nico Hines. Well, there's a couple saying, my guy Olokoatu. My guy Olokoatu. For Manly. Big, big season row. there in the back row in the middle, running those wow, big old lines. and <laughs> Scary, 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 scary. Mr. Reliable, Josh Curran. Did you watch that documentary on Latrell Mitchell? How good was it? Josh Curran for the Warriors, getting the job done. Mr. Reliable, oh, he's, is he off? Well, he's, he's off, eh? Uh, no, he staying? He's, he's staying. Mm. He just made the Australian Prime Minister's 13 too, so nice. um, got rewarded for a pretty consistent season. Beautiful, beautiful. Pango, oh, don't start. Pango's black, my TAB is count as red. It is horse. Uh, sorry about that horse. Pango will be back. Watch the space, honestly. It'll get some wins for you. But before then, we're going to talk to our next legend from out of the UK, Kimpi. Yep, with Rugby League World Cup closing in very quickly, we thought it's a great time to start heading up to the UK and catch up with some genuine greats of the game. This guy's one of those. He's more than Rugby League, and despite being the Leeds Rhinos' highest ever point scorer after representing them in his country for nearly two decades, he's bitten off a huge challenge in this fundraising space during the Rugby League World Cup. Kevin Sinfield is planning on running 482 kilometres in one week to raise money for his good mate Rob Burrow and motor neuron disease research. That equals seven ultramarathons in seven days. Get that around your head, you fellas. Starting in Edinburgh <laughs> and wow. ending up at the Rugby League World Cup final at Old Trafford. That's Manchester United's home ground is his team. And, man, I can't believe that he can still run that far. He's on the line with us right now. Sinny, Kevin Sinfield, how are you, brother? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm I'm good. How you been, mate? What's the buzz for the Real Rugby World uh, League World Cup like up there? Yeah, it's building nicely. Um, everybody's looking forward to it over here, and the domestic season finished with um, a great grand final on Saturday. So everything now is gearing up towards the start, which is just less than three weeks away. So 
when all the countries start to arrive, I think Fiji arrived on Monday, um, the build-up will just get bigger and better. Mate, what a, you just touched on Fiji, the strength of the teams all aboard. Like, it's usually gone of the days of just, uh, you know, England, the Kiwis, Australia being competitive. Actually, genuine chances from the Islands teams, mate. What have, have you seen much of the squads that have been assembled? Yeah, well, I saw the Samoa squad um, that got announced, uh, I think it was yesterday or Monday, um, with eight of the NRL grand finalists in it. So I was particularly looking at that uh, squad because they play England in the first game at, at the opening ceremony. So um, I think Samoa are going to be very strong. Obviously, Tonga had a fantastic World Cup last time out and just seemed to get bigger and better. And mm. PNG will be a threat. Fiji will be a threat. Uh, and then obviously the two big powerhouses down there, Australia and New Zealand, are going to be. Uh, I really like the look of the Kiwi side. I think they're going to be a real threat. Mm. Hey Sydney, what about the Pommy team? What about your English side? How are they looking? Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting to see uh, who's available. Um, there's a number of uh, big players who are either on the end of suspensions at the back end of the season over here, or have picked up injuries in grand finals. So, not quite sure what Sean wins squad is going to look like as we stand if we are close to full strength I think we certainly have a chance being it's it's on home soil I think that'll uh, if, if the British crowd can get behind that England team they have a real opportunity but at the minute I'm not sure I'm not sure yeah, it's going to be a great competition, mate. I can't wait. It's only it's only three weeks away. It's creeping up on us over here. And we reckon the Kiwis have a genuine chance as well with the squad they're assembling and obviously that performance they, they put on Tonga not so long ago. Uh, we've got high hopes for our Kiwis to go over there, mate. But just quickly, we've got to touch on um, your fundraising effort. Why is it so important to you? Because this isn't the first time you haven't bit off something this like this, is it? No, it's the third one. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, uh, I think when you finish playing and you retire, mm. you sort of still chasing that fulfilment that the game gave you, and and the fundraising and the charity work has certainly helped fill that space for me. And in tragic circumstances, the mighty Rob Burrow, who you guys will know over there, yeah. um, got diagnosed with motor neuron disease in December 2019, and and since that point, um, we had. Uh, lockdown with COVID over here for the large part of 2020 and um, we wanted to do something to show Rob how much we love and care for him and, and um, we wanted to stand shoulder, and sh- shoulder to shoulder with him so we've gone out on some, um, some decent running challenges and, and we're set to go again this November which yeah, I'm, I'm, it's pretty brutal but I'm looking forward to it. Hey Kev, it's Kempe mate, you know like Bears um Moz, the Barry McDermott, Adrian Morley's, um, yourself, the old Leeds boys, and and myself down here with Richie Blackmore. Um, often think about Rob Burrow and the struggles that he's that he's been going through. Mm. You having played with him and and you know on both sides of the scrum in the number six jersey and the number thirteen, what does it actually mean to you to be supporting your mate in such a way? Well, I think as you know, Kempe, we must say on this on this call, by the way, that you gave me my debut in the eighteen back in the day. I don't <laughs> know if you remember that, but you did. Yeah. Um, so I might make you smile. Um, but yeah, I, I think we spent so much time together as as players in that dressing room. I've sat next to Rob for fifteen years, and that mm. bond you have as players through good times and bad, just because you leave that dressing room and you finish playing, doesn't mean 
you stop looking after each other and you stop looking out for each other. So um, as soon as we found out we diagnosis at the time, support the group together and, and do whatever we could. And um, what we've been able to do in this club in the UK in particular the last 24 months is um, allow people who have struggled with this horrific disease over the years um, to not be ashamed anymore and to be able to come out and leave the house and explain to people I've got what Rob Burrow's got and Rob's been so inspirational and strong and courageous for all of us so it's important we show and, and respect him exactly the same and mm. show him that he doesn't have to do this on his own. Mate, I, I really commend you. Honestly, um, yeah, it's it's a horrible disease and, and just to see it happen to such genuine, classy people, it's um it's, it's a tough pill to swallow, really. And, and I really commend you on, on what you're doing, mate, and, and the hurt box that you're going to have to go through over these seven days, running seven ultra marathons, mate. So you would have been training hard. You would have been, um, you know, putting your body through some gruelling efforts, mate. At, at times, how are you able to overcome that that hurt box, and what are some of the trainings that you're doing at the moment to prepare for this, and hopefully you can overcome it and, and get through it? Yeah, it, it's tough because, as, as you probably realise, guys, when you finish playing and you spend all that time yeah. as a professional uh, putting on all, all those hours of training in, and then coming home and being able to rest, um, that's been co- completely flipped. So mm-hmm. I've got a normal day job now and juggling that with the family. So my training time is fitting in between job my job and, and family time which is a challenge and, and don't want any sympathy for that. It is what it is and that means some early morning runs, it means some runs at late at night and mm. and obviously taking your body to a place where it's not used to but it's been important to really push so that I'm used to running on tired legs. So the only way to do that is to run yeah. and walk and stay on your feet for for long bouts of, of time and um, I've got a bit of experience at a 101 miler last November for Rob, um, so I understand sort of some of the effects and some of the things that will happen during. But hopefully, when we make that start line, we'll be in the best condition we can, and we'll give it everything we've got. Well done, Kev. Um, inspirational, my, my man. It's so good to. To, to listen to your story. We have a segment down here today and you're one of them, which is uh, more than just an athlete and what they, what people do to give back to the sport. Uh, the other part of your, your life is obviously life carries on and, and you have to look after yourself. Defensive coach at Leicester Tigers, mate. How did that come about and how are you enjoying it? Yeah, I've loved it. It's been, um, they're a fantastic rugby club. Um, they ra- remind me very much of the Rhinos. Um, I think through I was I was director of rugby at the Rhinos when Rob got diagnosed and um, very quickly after that COVID hit and um, realised that we weren't actually getting the fulfilment out of the job that I needed and I craved and I decided that I'd probably time to do something else at the end of 2021. However, things got accelerated. Um, I got a chance phone call out of the blue and it felt right. It felt like the right time and I had a conversation with Leeds and um, yeah I've been down there just over 12 months now and it's been a new experience completely different mm. but rugby lads are rugby lads and and uh, it's been a really good environment to move into. Mate Kev I'm a former union uh, player myself um, and Kempi's spoken about it the, the the things that league could give to rugby so what are some of those uh, differences that you're you're adding to to the Leicester Tigers and the differences that you're taking from the game of league and instilling it into rugby. What are some of those things? 
Um, well, the first challenge for me has been trying to understand the game because it's very, very different. Mm. Um, so in many respects, I've had to keep it simple um, because um, I, I didn't know enough about the sport when I moved across. But what I would say, I think by simplifying it for the lads, um, there's not too much detail running around in the head or the heads. <laughs> they know that they've got to run about and hit <laughs> yeah. and hit with shoulders and, and um, that really helps. So we've simplified everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand there's loads for me to learn in the game and I admire it so much. Like I said, rugby lads are rugby lads and, and I've really enjoyed working with them. What about Namani Dandolo? How do you get into that head? Oh, he's a good, good man. He's a good man. He's a big man as well. Um, How'd you go tackling there? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we've had some fun. He's um, he's a really nice fella, um, but he had an awesome game for us at weekend, and um, no, it's, a, it's a pleasure to work with him. Hey, tell him Izzy Dag says hi, mate. Former teammate of his down under, so uh, he's a good man. The money and Jose and Jose as well. Hey, Kevin, love, yep, loved watching your career, mate. Um, since I left the UK, you know, you came on the scene with big raps, and you and you done more than um, put that to bed. And then you continue to do it. Five hundred games, Kimby. Five hundred. You know, they talk about <laughs> they talk about three hundred down in the NRL. Um, Sydney, mate, they got no idea. They got no idea how much the English boys play up there. So, just want to no. congratulate you on your on firstly on your career, but. Mate, I watched a I watched a YouTube video of you and Rob Burrow, and it brought mm. tears to my eyes, mate. And it and it really um, typifies that English culture that I really loved and found it hard to leave the England um, when you get really close to you, uh, you blokes because you're so you're so lovable. And I just want you to go and um, just give Rob a big cuddle from me um, because I can't be up there. And make sure you say hi to all of our boy all of our boys up there to all of our mates, Baz and, and Foz and hopefully I'll get up there in the next couple of years and come and have a beer. But mate, tip my hat to you, you're a champion. And uh, you do you. typify Thank what you. is more than just an athlete. Well done, mm. brother. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Kevin Simpson. Oof, inspiring stuff. This is why I love this job, you know. You you just you hear stories and people that are actually genuinely doing things and making a difference. And they don't want any accolades. Like he would have hated that. He wants to just do it for his mate. And it's yeah, it, it's it, awesome. it is just you know Rob's Rob's in a wheelchair. Can't talk. Um, I don't know if you Rob Burrow, mate. He he's smaller than Alfie Langer. Mate, I remember him running he's around. Tiny. I was like, who is this little rabbit? And he was just so good. <laughs> play so much above his weight, mm. and to see him the the way that he is, but to see the way that. Um, Kevin Sinfield has taken this challenge under his wing. No matter how much pain he's going to go through, in his mind as a champion, he's saying it's no nowhere near what Rob's going through at the moment. And I'm going to do as much as I can while he's alive to raise awareness around motor neuron syndrome. So um, great to get him on, Louis. That was a great get. Mm. And and I did forget that I gave him his debut. I gave Gareth Ellis, who's also West Tigers, Pom, uh, Adrian Morley, and and another uh, young kid up there who went on and played something like 500 games for Warrington, um, their debuts together, and they all turned out to be absolute legends um, back in the, well, well, today. So, great get. Love talking to them. Yeah. 100, 101 miles, Lou? Oh. What's that in Ks? Are you, you trying to do the mess? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, Well, that's well, it's well over, yeah, that's it. 180. It's, it's uh, I mean... 
He's about to do seven ultra marathons in seven days. And Kane Corns, we spoke about Kane Corns over in Australia, mm. just did a similar thing for the their Child Cancer Foundation or equivalent over there. He had the AFL grand final and just to see the exhaustion on his face. I bet it'll be a similar thing. And he'll turn up at Old Trafford. I've got no doubt he's going to be able to do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. But he's going to turn up and... Um, He'll be a broken man, but as you said, it's it's not about that, and it's not about him. It's it's about his mate, and um, yeah, it's inspiring stuff all around. Cool full circle for you moment, uh, full circle moment for you there, Kempi as well. You feel proud about that, mate. Nineteen minutes past seven here with Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day. The White Ferns uh, have got the Windies seventy six for four in the fourteenth. 13th over of their first T20. Um, we'll be back with more and keep these off the back fence after this. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. With a Northern Tour coming up, it's going to be interesting to see if Ian Foster and his New Zealand rugby selectors find two spots for both Stephen Purofeta and Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. With the likes of Damien McKenzie and Anton Leonard-Brown on their way back, do the selectors keep the faith with Pirofeta and Roger Tuivasa? Or do they take McKenzie and ALB, tried and tested, to get some much-needed game time on the end-of-year tour? You have to feel sorry for both Pirofeta and Roger if they decide the best approach would be the latter. Pirofeta can't... Uh, Putafeta's cameo 60-second appearance and Roger Tuivasa-Sheik's 10 minutes of game time, you would think, hasn't been enough time to give either the players or the selectors enough um, knowledge to see if they are ready to play international football. And the other thing is, is it been enough time to take them on that World Cup? So for me, you have ALB and he's coming back from a shoulder injury needing game time and you also have Damien McKenzie sitting there who can cover both roles pretty well much tried and tested. Ooh, it's a tough one, boys. I don't know what they're going to do. I feel sorry for both of these players, but for me, I would take Roger and Stephen both on the interview tour. I think I'd start them both in the Scotland Test as he first up, and then you would know whether or not they are ready to play Test match football. Big decisions, big calls. What do you do? Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Oh, it's an interesting one, Kempi. I think <clears throat> I think Peter Fetz is going to have a bit of tough one. That's probably going to be the hardest decision, is whether Damien's done enough. Do you, do you support loyalty, or do you show, um, you know, loyalty is insane as Peter Fetz stayed. You know, he was here, to, he actually had an offer to go offshore. Had an offer, made the All Blacks, got 60 seconds. So it comes down to that. I think he's going to be the hard one. To miss out, I think he's going to be hard done by, and Damien's going to come in. Now it's the makeup of the the midfield: a- Anton Leonard Brown, tick; Rico Ioani, tick; David Harvey, tick. Now I don't know how many. Now you got Will jo- uh, Jordy Barrett being there, but they'll take him as an outside just to use that utility factor. And now it's the decision of how many. Um, insides they're going to take or how many midfields they're going to take in to the India tour there's three spaces already whether they will take another utility and take um, Roger Tuivasa Sheik that is the question look oh, oh, as big so you got Braden Nino sitting there in the ranks I think he he won't be part of that team he's uh, comes in and fulfills that, that void if it's, if it's necessary there's a few injuries but if everyone's fully fit those are the three that are definitely on the plane ALB Rico Havili. Now you got question marks over Roger Tuivasa Sheik. 
I'll just say that because <clears throat> of the shoulder injury and I've had a dual reconstruction on my left shoulder and know how tough it is to come back mm. and put your body at that level in a position where you're really worried about losing that. that Anton? Yeah. Anton, yeah. So, you know, people are, people are always talking about World Cup injuries and the fact that the injuries play during that World Cup. Mate, there's so much more to play out here. Mm. Like, you don't take Roger. So you don't take Roger on the Northern Tour. You don't give him the game time. You still don't know going to the World Cup whether he can yeah. play. So you take Anton Leonard-Brown, but he goes in the World Cup and he dislocates his shoulder. So you bring Roger in, mm. and you haven't given that opportunity to play. So you know what him. I mean? So yeah. You've got to take him. You've got to take Roger. You've mm. got to take Roger. You've got to give him the game against Scotland um, and and see whether or not he can you know play 80 minutes at test-level football. And that other one around... Put a fetter. It's it's more of a. I feel sorry for him. No, like so seriously, do I. I, don't, I don't know what else you say. Mm. Like you went out there and you had a cameo for sixty seconds. Like you don't want that to be your. I'm an All Black, but I just stood there for sixty seconds and then the final whistle went. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and you got to think where the coach is heading towards us. Are they have they seen enough from Peter Fetter in the training uh, ranks, or are they going to go back to what's you know tried and. And, and tested whereas Damon McKenzie and what he has to offer it's, it's going to be interesting and you're dead right you, you take Rico give him a chance if Quintu Pyre was available then there'll be a lot of question marks of whether Roger Tuivasacek is going to head over well he wouldn't mm. like seriously he wouldn't head over Look, don't, don't sit on the fence with this one Quintu Pyre's fine mm. you've just found out that Geordie is your best number 12 you've got Havili you've got Anton Leonard Brown tried and tested you, you, there is no spot, mm. you know, because you ain't going to replace any of the outsides with with Roger. No, you know, so you know. That, but the problem that you have is you still have that injury question mark. Another really good question is: Has Rico Ioane, and I'm starting to get the feeling that Rico Ioane is sewing up the centre spot for the he World is, Cup. He's sewing up. So Anton Leonard Brown has played a lot of twelve for the All Blacks. Mm. I think in a perfect world, they would love to see Anton Leonard Brown come back and hit the ground running on this Northern Hemisphere tour and solidify himself so they can start next year and say, our most experienced midfielder, ALB, is our starting 12. He's going to lead our back line alongside Richie Mwonga. You don't have to then worry about the Geordie Barrett factor. You can put him back to fullback. Mm. Rico and Anton are the starting centre pairing. I think in just trying to forecast what the All Black selectors want, only if his shoulder is right. And that, his shoulder will be right. And that's his shoulder will be He's playing golf. I seen him swinging a club. I was like, man, it must be right. It so, must be good. So, He's playing next week. Right. Semi-finals. Come back, play for Waikato. So I think in a perfect world, that's probably what they would love. And then you've got the next level under that. If you've got uh, Harvili there, you've got, um, I guess, a, the utility factor of Geordie Barrett. But it makes it even harder for Roger Tuivasa-Sheik once you condense those centres pairings I've into I've got a it. sick feeling that he's not going. Yeah, well, I can I'm, see I'm a world in which po- I'm trying to point yeah. that out. As yeah. a selector, what do you do? Yeah, I've got a sick feeling he's not going to go. Yeah, me. and I, and I think um, Stephen Putafeta doesn't go either. Mm. Yep, can see a world in which it plays out. Kim P29 away from eight. What do you think? 0800 150 How many How many centres do they take? Come through. Double... Eight double three. Send us a text message um, and let us know how many and who are they. Can he find? Can you find a spot for RTS? Can you find a spot for Peter Fitter? Here's Adult Health News for Kubota together with Shaping and Building New Zealand.
24, 26 minutes away from 8am this morning. Welcome into SENZ on the 29th of September. Gee, October is not far away. Remember that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month and MPC this weekend. New Zealand Rugby running their awesome initiative. You'll see the pink socks. That's what it's for. I've got my little ribbon on my chest today. Uh, if you have the means to donate, I encourage you to do that. The Child Cancer Foundation a little bit on later on this morning. We'll be trying to raise some money thanks to hrnz.co.nz and of course Greyhound, Greyhound Racing New Zealand as well. But I have some uh, really, I've actually got a stacked headlines for you lads. Here's Gull fueling your mission all year round. Pop into your local for some great value fuel. Visit gull.nz. Right, we'll rattle through this. All Blacks 15 up there playing the uh, Barbers. Leon McDonald named as head coach this mm. morning, so that's been confirmed. He's heading up there. Who's coaching the Barbers? Razor. Scott Robertson. And Ronan Ogara. Now, isn't that interesting? And there was a world in which those guys were all coaching the All Blacks together and said they're coaching a Barbarians and an All Blacks 15 against each other. Uh, remember, Razor was spotted in this very building at NZR on Monday. We don't know what that conversation... I've got to go get my Watt bike. Look. Shortly. Yeah. Yeah. So- Go get your tentacles in. I'll mic myself up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that from you, Izzy. Um, next thing. Last night, the Dallium uh, Awards went on, Kempi, and I've got the winners for you. Captain of the year of the team, the team of the year, Isaiah Yo. Yep. Player of the year, Nico Hines. Rookie, Jeremiah Nanai. No surprising. Then the team was filled out with a uh, TD at fullback, Joseph Sawala'i'i. Uh, we've got Joseph Manu, mm-hmm. Valentine Holmes, Alex Johnson, try scoring machine, Cameron Munster, Nico Hines, Joseph Tarpany, Api Corusau, Payne Haas, Viliami Kikau, Jerome, uh, Jeremiah Nanai, Isaiah Yo, and the coach of the year. We debated it last week. Todd Payton. Toddy Payton. Toddy Payton. Yeah. So that's your Dally M Awards. Now, this is really interesting. Um, breaking news via the Herald this morning, Liam Napier and Gregor Paul got their tentacles in deep. They've got the exclusive on Herald Premium. But I'll give you the gravy here. Well, next year, Eden Park, for the first time in the professional era, is going to not host an All Blacks test. Mm. So think about this one. We've just gone to the Garden of Eden and beaten Australia and used all of the mana and the spirits of Eden Park and the hoodoo for Australia for the Wallabies. Well, next year, thanks to the FIFA Women's World Cup, scheduling clash means that there's no chance the All Blacks will be able to play there. There is one game that falls outside of the the window that FIFA have shut for the Women's World Cup, but that's going to be played in Dunedin, and that means that the Springboks test, the last of the Rugby Championship, will be taken to... The spiritual home of Rugby League. Mount Smart will be hosting a Springboks All Blacks test as reported by good. Liam Napier and Gregor Paul this morning in the Herald. That is wow. an unreal stadium, Kempe. Uh, well, I commentated Hawks, um, Hurricanes v Moana Pacifica, mm. and man, it was such a good stadium. Oh, I'm excited for that. I've seen the All Blacks uh, take on the Springboks at Mount Smart. I'm a little bit nervous. Last time the All Blacks faced uh, Australia and Dunedin, I was at that game, and uh, we were actually losing last minute, and they kicked it kicked it short, and Kieran Reid knocks it back. TJ Perinar makes a break, hits it on the inside to Bowden Barrett to score the winning try. Folau gets an intercept. I think Kirtley Bill carved up Will Guinea. 
Hell of a game there, so ooh, imagine if they get the job done and go to Dunedin for the decider. Well, Nap- uh, Napier and uh, Gregor and the Herald are, are reporting that there is it has upset the All Blacks, so there is a bit of tension around it um, mm. because obviously Eden Park means so much to them and they want to play well, there as much as possible. the Warriors jump and they get a double header. Mm. Well, that would be something special. That is special. And can be just going back to the team there, Joseph Tarpany. Joseph Tarpany. 100%. Mate, where, his contract's coming up. Yeah, He's going to get paid, let's say that. Yep. Is he going to stay at the Raiders? Oh, look, I think so. I yep. think um, the Raiders won't let him go. They 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 won't let him or Josh uh, Papali go because they're the mate, the arguably the best front row in the comp. Mm. He is indeed twenty one away from eight. Look, there's some big sports headlines for you this morning. Eden Park to not host an All Blacks Test next year is reported by New Zealand Herald. After wow. this, Dan Perrin, a new Crusaders assistant coach, but of course co-coach of Tasman, a huge game for them tomorrow night. Master your facial hairstyle with 10% off the King C Gillette range from Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. 16 away from 8 o'clock, just before we talk some rugby, is to wrap that rugby league. Yes, everybody is flooding the text line, of course. Tarpani has signed on to the end of 2027 with the Raiders, and uh, why wouldn't he? He's obviously had a great amount of success there already. We appreciate all your messages coming through, everybody around Joey Tarpani, what a bright future he has. Is he? And he's getting paid too, that's for sure. Yep, we're going to talk some rugby now. NPC quarterfinals is heating up. The race for a place. Takes place shortly, one round remaining. It all kicks off tomorrow night when Tasman heads to McLean Park to face Hawks Bay in an important contest for both teams. Mark Hall, co-coach Dan Perrin, will be looking for his boys to secure the win and give themselves a chance to reach their fourth consecutive grand final in three weeks' time. Dan's on the line with us now ahead of what should be an epic clash. Calm down, Dan. Morena. Morena, lads, how are we? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'll never forget what you did to us last year in the semi-finals, my friend. (laughs) So uh, just calm down. But, mate, obviously a huge week. You always love battling uh, against Hawks Bay. So what's what's the week been like, bud? Yeah, it's been really good, mate. Coming off uh, last weekend's win against Northland. Find a little bit of momentum just at the right time of the year. So uh, the lads have been, uh, they've had real good energy, real good attitude this week. And yeah, looking forward to getting up to, to Napier and putting on a good performance on Mate, Friday night. What, what is it about these games? Like you've had so much history, you know, um, Nelson Bays and, uh, or, you know, Marlborough, all the days when back in the day when it was earlier on and Hawks Bay had those epic battles. Now it's Tasman, Markor. What is it about just facing Hawks Bay that just gets you really excited and gets you up? Well, I think it's a, it always seems to happen the business end of the season, Izzy, mm. and uh, there's always a fair bit on the line, whether it's you know for the Shield over the last couple of years or uh, semi-finals, finals. It always sort of tends to bring bring the best out of both teams. So yeah. uh, you know they're in a similar position to us this year, and it's it's finals footy. Uh, a week earlier for both teams, I think. So uh, you're really looking forward to it. It's going to be going to be a clash, right? Yeah, mate. Then you must have got a bit of motivation after seeing Northland steal it yesterday against the Bay. Um, <laughs> does it put extra pressure on you? Oh, there was always pressure to win this one. We're still in control of our own destiny and, and not having to rely on any other results. So uh, that's how we've uh, we've planned the week, and we always knew it was going to be a final and a must-win game for us. So uh, no real pressure. The pressure's a privilege, as they say. So. Mm. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. 
What about the competition, mate? It's been so competitive. Has it surprised you this year? Well, I think it has a little bit, is it? Yeah, as most teams, I think it's probably surprised a few. And, mm. um, you know, every team, I think, has had a little bit of adversity and, and attrition. And um, <clears throat> how you how you uh, sell that to the team and, and push forward and not let that be a distraction, I think, um, you know, the best team is going to come out that, that adapts to that adversity the best, I think. So mm. it's been a great competition, having everyone play everyone and, and anyone can win it. So uh, it's been really exciting, great initiative. Hey, Dan, not giving away too much, but, um, you know, they've had a couple of losses, Hawks Bay. What are you expecting from them tomorrow night? Oh, they're tough to beat it uh, at Napier, aren't they? And uh, we found that out last year when we had a crack at the Shield up there. You, you can't go into your shell against them. You've got to play rugby as they do. Uh, they're a multi-phase team. They like to hold the ball and attack from anywhere. So uh, a lot of threats across the park. So we're going to have to be right on with our defence. Obviously, a couple of... Uh, exciting halfbacks here in Weber and Fakatava have uh, mm. been available too. So, uh, you know, that's a couple of their main threats, but we've, we've got to be on across the field. Um, if we do that, we should have a good day at the office. Man, talk to us about this year. Like uh, previous years, you've had a luxury of, of being able to select some some quality players, some international players, players that have got so much experience. And I've asked the question many times, don't know how you get them under the salary cap. But anyway, that's another question. Um, but, <laughs> but, but how have you found this year, having to breed younger players and, and give them opportunity? Been a bit of adversity thrown your way, but you, you're happy with how you've been able to overcome it? Oh, exactly, mate. That's like I said before. It's how you adapt and how teams adapt to that adversity. And mm. the, the lads have been really good with their energy and attitude every week, no matter what's been thrown at us, injuries or the floods at the start of the year or <clears throat> a couple yeah, of tight mate. games that you know we've lost. The, the lads have been really well, and I think it's credit to the environment and um, you know what's gone on here the last few years. And uh, yet, there's some. The upside of that is we've had some good young kids um, yep. get. Uh, time at the NPC they might not have had. So Viliami Napa, Fletcher Anderson, Kershaw Sykes, Martin, a couple of you know little gems that have come out of it. So uh, from that side of things, it's been really pleasing. I've seen your gear man, mate, your new gear man, your recruit, Ethan Blackadder. How's he tracking? Oh, mate, he's awesome. Legend to have in the, in the environment. And, mate, he's been massive to helping those young, set those young guys up for success, especially those loose forwards. Uh, he spends a lot of time with them looking at the on the computers with them going through their tackle skill sets uh, breakdown <laughs> skill sets so uh, he's like the, the fifth coach for us this year he's, he's been outstanding mate as you could imagine yes. Hey Dan you know you were my first pick on the on the NBC ladder this year when I picked my teams against Izzy so you had no <laughs> pressure from my uh, my angle when you take on his Hawks base Just calm down mate tomorrow. But mate just moving on Jace Ryan's old job you picked that up with the Crusaders how are you feeling about uh, joining the ranks and have you got all your themes working that you're taking down there. <laughs> 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 really excited for it. Obviously, uh, spent a bit of time down there over the last few years and coaching development teams and under-20s and sort of done a bit of an apprenticeship under Jace. So uh, really excited to get down there and put my own spin on it, mate. So uh, he was, you know, nicknamed the mutt on the pig, so there might be a little wee change of theme for the Fords. <laughs> Towards uh, breakout room there, but uh, have, to be to be honest, haven't put too much thought into that just yet. I'm, I'm just, uh, where my feet are and, and looking to finish off this NPC the right way, and when the time comes, I'll 
uh, connect with Razor and the lads down in Christchurch and, and really look forward to getting down there. Oh, we look look forward to having you in the, in the promised land, brother. Look forward to having you down yeah, there in, in Christchurch. In the Cyclops and, land, brother. <laughs> the Cyclops land. <laughs> Calm down, Kippy. Uh, but no, mate, appreciate you coming on, Dan. Uh, I want to yeah. say all the best, but I won't. So, uh, yeah, thanks Go very much, him, mate. Come on, Dan. Go get him, brother. <laughs> Hey, mate, there's only two teams that have won in McLean Park in the last three years, and that was Wellington last week and Tassie last oh, week. Oh, mate. mate. Honestly, that Tassie yeah. semi-final cost me an arm and <laughs> leg against Fonatea. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't pretty. Appreciate your time, Dan. Thanks so much, mate. Go well. Thanks, team. Here's Dan Parent, assistant coach, uh, coach for the um, Tasman Marco and uh, assistant coach for the Crusaders now. Good rooster, taking mate. over Jackie's Good yeah. Love that about Ethan Blackheader. Just a real good man. Oh, he's an old soul and a young body, that fella. He's oh, so awesome. good, mate. Loves helping people and just good to get a little update, see where he's at. Yeah, because he's going to be a huge addition for next year's uh, Rugby World Cup. He's yeah. probably the loose forward that a lot of people will be missing. But 100%. You're right. On Dan, never actually spent time talking to Dan or had to, got to hear him in that sort of environment. You can actually see why. That yep. makes sense. Straight away. Straight away you get the connection uh, as to why he would have worked well with Jason, that apprenticeship, and why Razor will be attracted to Dan. And you got to say, he's got the plum coaching job that was out there. That's the job, is he, that everyone mm. would want because, look, they just win and, and it excels your coaching career just ten times, doesn't it? Well, it's a tough act to follow, isn't it? Tough act to follow, but I love it. He just said, honestly, I'm going to go there and put my own spin on it. And that's yeah. what you need to do. You can't go... And you, you take the same philosophies, the same techniques and tactics-wise, but you put your own little spin on it and you change your messaging. And that's what you want Dan to do, to go there and inspire. This is a new start for him. Go in there and uh, bring a different approach and, and keep stimulating this, their minds because it can get really pretty repetitive What was that, that name? What was that name? The, the, Mutt. The Mutt. Mutt. Oh, <laughs> Jace Ryan's nickname is Mutt. Mutt. <laughs> Don't. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. But he's a bit of a pooch at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all mates to do that yet? It's the big job. Six and a half away from a mate. He's a pooch. The mutt to the pooch. Very good, Daggy. Uh, back after this to wrap the hour up. For more on Healthery's products and get a free drink bottle only at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. Yes, we're coming up to 8 o'clock and after 8, more than an athlete, one of my favourite parts of the week. We're going to talk to Richie Barnett. 27 tests for the Kiwis, play a ton in the NRL, Cronulla Sharks, Roosters, and well, it's off the field where he's having most of his impact. And we're going to have a good old chat to him after 8 o'clock. So keep those messages coming through. Double eight, double three. Fantastic interview, that lad's been a Leeds born Yorkshire lad. I've got nothing but admiration for that man. Truly is a living legend. Thank you, Steve O. Kevin Sinfield over in the UK. 500 games for lead rhinos. 521 to be in, in, in fact, I should say. <laughs> 521 games, man. You put that in perspective. And then he's running seven ultra marathons straight. If you missed that, go and have a listen. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on the SCNZ app, and you'll get that chat with Kevin Sinfield. But Richie Barnett coming up after 8 o'clock. Ooh, can't wait for this. Love the tune. I just love the whole build up to it, Louis. Anyway, here's Idle Health the News for Cubata. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. 
plus anaesthetic lozenges. Now eleven ninety nine at Kevist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepaid plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Morning, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Thursday, 29th of September. We're coming up to October. Whew, flying. Flew, flew through that month. It's just after 8 o'clock. We had a good hour. We spoke to Kevin Sinfield earlier, Dan Perrin, the coach of the Tasman Markle. They're taking on Hawks Bay at McLean Park tomorrow. It's going to be an epic battle. If anyone can get the job done against Hawks Bay, oh, as much despises me. Um, to my... Oh, just can't believe it. They beat us last year, man. <laughs> it was in the semi-final and it was horrible. And if anyone can do it, it is Tasman Markle. Anyway, he's coaching. Come on, the Markle. He is coaching the Crusaders next year, taking over from Jace Ryan. So great to chat to him uh, about that takeover. And then Scotty Hansen, assistant coach for the All Blacks 15, alongside Leon McDonald. So a real Kiwi influence there. It's obviously taking on the Barbarians with Razor and Ronan O'Gara. I'm going to see Razor when I get back. Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk some rugby league and we're going to go around the grounds with Rainbird later on. There is some sport and some racing. Taking place, the Arrowfield stud plate for Ed Hastings this weekend. So racing and lots of rugby league as well. But right now, it is five past eight and it's time for this. Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than An Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Yeah, how good is that, eh? He's played 27 tests for his country and captained them for 10 of those. And he's been in our life as a footy player and pundit for a long time now. But some of Richie Barnett's most fulfilling work has, has no doubt been off the field working with Kiwis to see them at their best. He's on the line with us now, ready to join us for more than an athlete. Morena Richie, how are you, brother? Morning, mate. How are you, mate? Far out. Thanks for the call yesterday, mate. Did <laughs> <laughs> you know it was on the line? I oh, know, mate. I know it's been a while. You, you probably can't remember me carrying you out of that place in Melbourne that time, but <laughs> so I'm always looking Not after the only place, mate. <laughs> always looking after my mate Richie Barnett. Hey, Richie, tell us a little bit about the space you're working in at the moment. Yeah, um, I've I've been life coaching for the last six years and mentoring uh, youth into employment 
um, offering that pastoral care component to them over the last sort of couple of years to enable them to reach their potential and, and just get and fast track that whole pathway system. I guess it's they've used it in league, right? Yeah. They've used it in sport. So there's no difference in terms of helping kids coming through the employment pathway system, but also uh, giving solutions to the challenges that most people, uh, most youth are facing now, even more so. Um, I'm with I Am Hope as well, so I'm I'm the culture nice. and wellbeing person there at I Am Hope with me old mate Mike. So that's been really exciting and just it just fills my cup immensely. Is this something that you've been passionate about, Richie? And how did it come about? Like, was it something while you're playing you hadn't experienced that you you kind of take forward and you share those lessons that you, you've learned along the way? Yeah, it's a good it's a good point. Like, I've I've always been fascinated by human behaviour. Always have been. Um, I guess having a brother that sort of went so far left and, mm-hmm. and me so far right, I wanted to understand wh- what those decisions and when were those decisions made by somebody at that time. Yeah. Um, everyone has their issues and problems and, and it's the decisions they make um, or the meaning they give certain things, I guess, in life. And um, so I was just I was just really intrigued by it all. So, you know, I, I did a number of courses with Tony Robbins, um, I did an NLP course and I constantly try to improve and understand why people do the things they do. So that was one part of it. The other part is when I went through my facial injury in 2000 and when I came mm. back from it, uh, physically I was in my, my best shape I've ever been in, but mentally I wasn't quite there. You know, I was that, 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 that fraction, that little bit that tells you um, the fear, you know, that, that fear response to me was just a little bit off and it was enough for me not to perform at my best. Hey Richie, it's Mental Health Week and you're talking about you know the struggles of especially our youth these days. Can you give us a, um, an understanding of what is the difference between the time you were growing up, I was growing up playing for the Kiwis to what kids are dealing with today? Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> There is a there is a different there is a the, the lens in which they they live through now is completely different. We can't cast what we what we used to have and what we thought to the ones that are experiencing t- in today's world, and that's where we get the problem is. You know, we need to understand where they see it so we can understand how we can help and solve not their problems but listen to them more often. Um, today is so different. You know, we used to be outside eight hours of the day experience um, nature and just living socially and in- interacting physically and so we're building such a big wider um, learning curve for, for most of it being outside experiencing it now they don't they're mm-hmm. spending less and less time outside um, probably an hour a day um, now and it's concerning to me um, the way that they're on screen, uh, the, they're on screen quite a lot now, so they're, they're not interacting as well as they should. Uh, the family structure is completely different now, uh, where both parents are working long hours, so there's not enough nature and, uh, for our kids to listen, to adopt and teach. And um, Our kids uh, used to be one parent being home so they could nurture our children. Now there's two, both working and they get home, they're stressed and the kids are learning completely off a off a an iPad or a or a mobile phone now so it's it's so different now yeah it is so mate different. it's so different you're dead right like the kids inside the times on the iPads and you know I'm guilty of it myself with with young kids it's so easy just to chuck them in there and keep them quiet for an hour but i guess you got to think of the long term effects mate just just quickly uh, people out there listening and, and it is mental health awareness a week and, and it's an important week it's 
it's something we should talk about every single day, not just one week. Um, some of the tools that, that you have used or you might know that potentially might help someone that is, is probably feeling uh, you know, a little bit of self-doubt, um, a little bit of anxiousness and, and you know, a little bit of downness, you know, something that you've used over your time that you might be able to offer and, and help. Right, yeah, I've I've had <laughs> I've had a lot of like tools that I've used, but I think for parents is the best thing to do is actually sit down with their kids and listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest one we could and show vulnerability and show them that in terms of what your week looks like and you know because it, it's not all rosy you know like we haven't got our shit together mo- most of the time but mm. we they tend to think that everyone's perfect the world is perfect you know you these filters on phones now and they don't see us actually have conversations around what a rough week looked like or the challenges that we had during the week. So if we can open that door to them to say, oh, this is quite normal, and thanks for listening, that'll in- encourage them to have a connection and a lot more, and just to say, listen, thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. That would just make their life so much better because at the times now, it's just little time with our kids now. We're just telling them what to do, why didn't you do this, why didn't you pass that? So it's more a directive as it, in terms of engagement and listening to our kids. Yeah, that's, that's probably good. the biggest one. Mm. Yeah, that's the biggest one I think we could take. And that's an I am hope sort of message that we're trying to get out to our kids. And you know what? Our fathers were, you know, they were pretty disciplined people, you know, that <laughs> yeah. showing vulnerability. Showing vulnerability means a, a sign of weakness, right? Yeah. In my world, I, I, I'm, I'm more the other way. I like to show vulnerability because in men, my strength comes in the habits and routines that I have, which is mm. pretty damn disciplined. So I show them that way. Mm. And, and being vulnerable, Richie, look, it, I'm sitting here listening to a bloke uh, run around in the Kiwis with, and it's really different for rugby league men of our era to show vulnerable, uh, vulnerability yeah. and actually talk about listening um, because yeah. we, we were drummed as, as young kids – um, that we were the ones who had to listen, not the ones to to, to talk. So, but, uh, again, take my hat off to what you're doing there. Hey, obviously there's a lot more going on in the world as well. We've got the World Cup coming up and the NRL finals this week, mate. You pick for the NRL finals, and what do you think the Kiwis, how the Kiwis are looking uh, going into the World Cup? Oh, my goodness, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to Eels. I just feel that the, gotcha. the, the time is right. You know, I just, I don't know, I'm just, I'm a big fan. I love Dylan, uh, Dylan Brown, I love Moses, I love Clint. I love the way they play. Um, maybe the pressure might get to them, mate. I'm just, I'm just focusing that the way they've just come through. They may just take it out this time. Ugh, I don't know. But I know what, you know, the Penrith Panthers, we know what they're like. They're so disciplined and they have, they've been there, done that. They've got players who played in Origin. Um, so most of them uh, have stepped up to the plate many times more than what the Eels have, and you know that, that goes a long way. But I just think it's their time. Um, can't be on the Kiwis. I'm, oh, I'm <laughs> exciting. How exciting are you? Yeah, it's it's, it's ex- very exciting to see such quality mm. and and high performance from all these players right throughout the year, and the top teams and performing the best in their team. So I'm super excited for what, what we've got ahead of us. I really have. It's been, the, it's, been, it's been a long time coming that we've got um, class right across the board. And Dylan Brown is one of those players, you know, that I'm just so grateful to, 
to see him play um, and a player of his calibre. Yeah, he was a standout for me in our half season. I was talking to Kempi earlier on. I just had limited knowledge on Dylan Brown, and just since he announced his name, I was like, oh, this kid can play. How good is he? A dark horse. Come work World Cup. We spoke about it. That, that's so competitive now, the World Cup. You've got the island teams coming through and can beat anyone on their day, but an absolute dark horse for you going to the World Cup? Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd say Tonga would be Tonga would be one of them. Clearly, they could mm. they could do it. They could you know bust any side to pieces. Um, so I'd say them as a dark horse. Oh, nice, nice. Samoa look like they're putting a good team together too, Richie. And I see that Tony Edels t- try to get Val Holmes to c- uh, commit to the Cook Islands and missed out. He's uh, decided to go with the Kangaroo. So it's a good one coming up, mate. Just before I let you go, what's your go-to song at the moment? What are you listening to on the um, through through the headphones? <laughs> I haven't listened to. I don't know. Um, crikey, that's a good one to put on me, mate. Um, oh, I have no idea. My brain, as you would know, it's that's still why I can, from all those years. That's of, why I carried you out. <laughs> you, you danced yourself quiet on the dance called? floor. Yeah. I don't know it was going like this. Look, it was going. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Richie that's a Richie Barnett go to mate thanks a lot for joining us this morning uh, you're yeah. doing a wonderful job with Mike King um, as co- culture and well-being um, with I Am Hope but also just mate it's so refreshing to hear one of our fathers listen mm. I think that's the message it's the message me and Izzy have taken on board and uh, go well brother I hope uh, I hope our Kiwis bring that World Cup home too as well yeah, cheers, brother. Thanks, Izzy. Thanks there, Kimpy. Love you, boys. Cheers. Yeah, there he is, Richie Barnett. And I, I reckon, you go have a look at his website, richiebarnett.co.nz. He's doing some great things, services, mentoring, nutrition, speaking. Mate, just, you want to see, a, you want to see a, what shape he's in? Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm having a look, mate. I'm like, nutrition? Oh, okay. <laughs> look at him. He's in okay. <laughs> that's what he, that's yeah, what he said. He, he, he shows his vulnerability around his structure. For his discipline. And his discipline. And he is, mate, he's like Ruben Wiki. Mm. They just, they got the system that they, they stick with. And you know that burpee story I told you about from from the bottom of our studio, basically just out here to Mission Bay, mm-hmm. just crazy. That's this Kevin Sinfield mentality. I'm going to go and run seven ultra marathons. You know, Richie Barnett and Ruben Wiki. If I said can choose two Kiwis that could do that, it would be those two. Yeah, every day of the week they would just. I've get heard about Ruben, but I haven't heard about Kiwi, um, Richie Barnett. Oh, Richie's sorry. a freak. But man, <laughs> looking at him, he is. So Richie coming in as a captain of the Kiwis mm. was was a bolt out of the blue. You know, he's come in and he's played wing on the World Cup in 95. It was my, I retired on that World Cup. Mm. And then all of a sudden he's like, he was really good on the basketball court, like outstanding basketballer, and just hold this ball around. And then everyone's going, actually, man, he's our best player. And he's, uh, he's going to actually take over as the captain. And the next minute they named him as captain. It just was a bolt out of the blue. Mm. But good, and just a good dude to boot. Real Love good it. More than athlete. There you go. nz. Go have a look if you're interested in that resonated with what he was saying there. A couple of texts. Roosters 2009 wooden spoon to Roosters grand finalists. 2010 is a better resume than Todd Payton. Well, yeah, that's pretty hard to beat, though, isn't it? The Cowboys have had a hell of a year. And All Blacks 15 coaching staff to take over the All Blacks in the next cycle, question mark. Maybe. Maybe that's the writing on the wall. Scott Hansen <laughs> and Leon McDonald. 19... Past eight, we've got pacing for purpose. Paulie Mwadi, so much to come here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 
24 minutes past 8 o'clock this morning and wow, we are skinny delivered yesterday. A big thank you to Paul Moati and tab.co.nz. Pangol didn't win, but it was the offer was thank very you. generous. Thank Paulie. you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. It was it, it very proved, generous. Proved fairly popular too. Did it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how many people you told, but boy, oh boy. Um, it got punted. But, yeah. mate, I was happy with that run. Did you watch it? Yes, yes. I think you should be happy too. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Looks to have a... Yeah. I'll, I'll certainly be getting on in the very near future. So yeah. mm. just keep us posted uh, about... Uh, the sort of movements around Pungal. Okay. We'll Scone. Yeah. <laughs> Scone. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Warwick Hills. Warwick Farm, is it? Warwick Farm. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got for us today, Poi? Um, well, I'm just having a look at the NRL Grand Final, and there has been quite a bit of action, mm. uh, certainly in the head-to-head uh, market, where the Panthers are still at thirty-seven to win their second Grand Final in a row. Uh, Parramatta Eels are at $3 and those, not surprisingly the bulk of the action is on the Panthers at $1.37 we had a couple of $10,000 bets on the Panthers at $1.38 at an $8,000 bet on the Panthers um, in fact on the first page of betting there's only one significant bet that's been placed on the Parramatta Eels so not a lot of support for them a 2000 2000 was it $150 bet on the Parramatta Eels at $2.95. So it's all action one way at the moment. And I thought I'd just mention, if you remember back to our Bledisloe Cup promotion, where we uh, were giving out 21 $5,000 bonus bets, um, two of those lucky winners have already placed their uh, $5,000 bonus bets. The first one that came through, uh, that customer has placed it on the Panthers to win by 13 and over. Um, so if that comes through, that was at 225. That comes through, um, I think he gets a profit of around $6,250. And the second customer that's come through has also gone with the Panthers. He's taken the minus eight and a half. The point started at $1.90. He'll get four and a half thousand back if that was to come Ooh. through. So I Good actually promotion. don't mind them myself. Yeah, yeah, and, and it looks like you know they had a bet on the rugby union, and now they're having a stab on the rugby league. So they're obviously oval ball fans. The first two of those twenty-one lucky punters who picked up a five thousand dollar bonus bet. Cross coders, Paulie. Cross coders, absolutely. Love Roger to have us a check. Hopefully, they have more luck than him, though, eh? Yeah, well, I, I feel I do. I really feel for RTS because I'm not sure what happens with him now. I, I don't even think does he's he go for the. Well, that's that's the thing. I don't think it's a certainty anymore for the Northern mm, Tour because yeah. uh, if they get uh, other players coming back and then they've got McKenzie, Perifeta, what what sort of mix are they going to have? Or Obviously, Geordie can cover uh, the 12 now if need be. So it, it's it, it's going to be a tough one. Now, oh, it, he hasn't really been given a, a chance by the All Black Selectors nah. to actually show what he can do. No, that's that's the horrible thing. He hasn't been given a chance. And there's got to be a reason why he hasn't been given a chance, Paul. He's been in there for four months. He got selected for the June series against Ireland. And to play 10 to 15 minutes in, in four months, it's it's not ideal reading. So, yeah, I've got a bad feeling. I've got a bad feeling that he's potentially going to be told to go play some rugby. Mm. And whatever that is, there's only three rounds of NPC left. So, oh. maybe he can open up a book, Paulie. Feature in the Heartland final. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what we have got a book on. It's the uh, final round of the NPC, and with that Tanifar victory uh, yesterday, <laughs> boy, oh boy, is there everything to play for tomorrow night, Hawks Bay, Tasman. If Tasman lose tomorrow uh, and Northland beat Manoa 2 on Sunday, Northland jump into that final quarter-final spot, I think. So the Tanifar um, have done themselves a huge favour by uh, beating Bay of Plenty and also help Wellington out, which, of course, is the home of the Ramsley Shield at the moment. <laughs> okay, is it? Is um, it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Louis, Louis, don't forget, don't forget our Hall Pass promotion on the uh, NRL as well. Head to the... Uh, uh, Pundit's Lounge uh, on the uh, TAB website. Check out all the T's and C's. I can tell you, half of New Zealand are on the hall pass. Ooh. Excellent stuff, Paul. Appreciate your time. Cheers, Paulie. Paulie Mawadi, tab.co.nz. And uh, on the tab.co.nz. It's Harness Racing New Zealand, Pacing for Purpose, Season 2. Here you go. Find the very fair odds, I think. $1.90 tonight at Cambridge Harness, hrnz.co.nz. Race number six. He's a very sharp horse, Merlin. He's won all of his six starts, six starts, six wins. We have backed him before on Pacing for Purpose, and at $1.90, we're just going to go for a little double up for the Child Cancer Foundation. Zach Butcher drawn a wide gate in eight but uh, Zach is in a rich vein of driving form and Merlin has beaten up all of his competitors so far in the two-year-old season uh, and I think this start should not be any different. Short enough, $1.90, wouldn't want it any shorter, but I think that's a fair price. Merlin, hrnz.co.nz, live the dream, get involved in harness racing for Child Cancer Foundation, 50 on the schnoz of Merlin. Looking for a bit of wizardry Beautiful. from Zach Butcher. And our Greyhound Racing Charity Run before the end of the show as well. But it's half past eight, and here's Aroha with the news for Kubota that was shaping and building New Zealand. CNZ, we are 28 away from 9 o'clock. Hey, how about this? We're going to go around the grounds and touch on a bunch of the sport happening this weekend, as we like to do on a Thursday. Do you have a sports game you'd like us and Kempi and Izzy to appraise, have their stab at, make their selection? Is it local? Is it Heartland? What are the sporting games this weekend? What are the matchups that you will be watching? Obviously, the NRL Grand Final and the Premier events will be all over. But is there anything that you've got your eye on this weekend that you want the lads to have a chat about? Well, in about 10 minutes' time, we're going to do that. So if you text us on double eight double three now, 8833, you can come through with whatever sports game you'd like us to have a chat about, and we'll cover that off in around the grounds. So right now, loveracing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing. And yesterday was Wednesday, which means that we have markets for this weekend. Markets, how good. Should we go to the Arrowfield stud plate? Mm. Should I give you the rundown? Go. Group one, wait for age, Hastings. It'll be a heavy track still, which has scared a lot of the nice ones off. We know Imperatrice isn't going to be there. Defibrillate, a horse that Baz has a wee share in with Graham Richardson and the crew there, Richie Bredit. Well, it's obviously had a great run in Australia, um, didn't quite kick on maybe as 
we all expected it to. I, I know at one stage we were thinking, gee whiz, could defibrillate be the sort of Melbourne Cup horse? But he's done a hell of a job, and he's back in New Zealand, so it's instantly easier grade. He's fresh up. I think this will be a wee bit too short for him, um, fresh, but the Livermore might be his go. He's got barrier nine. He's got Opie Boston on, so there's two massive ticks straight away. And he's given the quote of $9 and $3. Vernon Mee is an interesting horse for Stephen Marsh. Sam Weatherly's got the ride there. Um, $31, open at 21 sixes, barrier one. I think the Livermore for Vernon Mee, if you wanted to have a futures play each way on Vernon Mee um, in the futures over the 2,000 metres, that'll be right up at Sally. A bit short for him here as well. Spring Tide for John Barry and JKB Riddell. Nines into $7.50. So we know the Barry Stable and, um, well, Smithy at, where are they at these days? The loading ramp. Yeah, loading ramp. Yeah. The boat club. <laughs> the boat club. The, bo- the boat club. <laughs> the, the loading ramp. I know $9 to seven fifty. So there's obviously a bit of bully around the local. Mm. I guess the issue is with spring tide and the knock on him would be is he going to see out the 1600 the mile is a lot different than the 1400 but he did he's run twice he's run second in the uh in the tarzino trophy two years in a row now so look he's a group one performer we know that but will he be able to get the distance the son of darcy brahma well he's nines into seven dollars fifty as we continue to scroll down, Deerfield has obviously been racing every single week for the last year. Um, he's the old warhorse, Deerfield. He's nine year old. He's nine years old now. I don't know whether the, the mile is going to suit him. He's had six cracks at it for one win. Um, he's only won the once on Hastings, but that might have been last start, and it was over the distance. Or sorry, a couple of starts ago, uh, three starts ago, and it was over the distance. Bit cork that day. So, look, maybe I'm not giving Deerfield enough respect. And somebody was asking about him on the text line. Harlick's always got to be a chance. Second up has performed second up previ- previously. So, look, we'll see what Harlick can offer there on the wet track. Michael McNabb up. Helena Baby's taken speaking in the market straight away. 21s into 14s. Darren Dennis, Johnny Bell, uh, barrier six. So, Paul's a good barrier. The track conditions obviously aren't going to be an issue at all. 12 starts on the heavy for seven wins. Helena Baby doing some of his best work. Uh, we have got down at the bottom of the book, though, the Mears, the Headline Axe, La Creek, 250 into 230. It's just 240 or so now. Now, look, there's every chance, boys, La Creek could just come out and win this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, after that last race, when it just flew home on the inside and Tarzino coming up getting third, yeah, I think, I think La Creek's the one to beat for sure. But there's a couple others in there that are pretty tasty as well. I, I backed Harley Helena Baby. I'm expecting a better outing than she was in the... In the Tarzino, Mustang Valley with that last win. Obviously, good odds. So Mustang Valley, last start, last weekend winner. Mm, mm. And Andrew Forsman said, hey, let's back this thing up because it's going to kick the heavy track. It's got the winning form. And sometimes when these mares get in winning form, they just keep winning. Mm. Something clicks. They come back. They feel themselves. $3.20. I guess the the only knock on Mustang Valley is... Barrier 15. Yeah, wide draw, yeah. At that time of day, it might not be that much mm. of an issue. Um, but barrier 15, probably not ideal. Where will she get to in the run? But she's rock hard fit at the moment. She's won at the track two starts ago. She's won at the distance last start, or close enough to Mustang Valley, La Creek. Be brave man to be going against the mares in that race. I think La Creek, eh? I think this is time for La Creek to really pounce again after last year's huge performance. 
and then obviously solid uh, third out, um, getting a third in Tarzino. I think this is its time to to go to Hawke's Bay and really stamp its mark on. It's had it's had a lot of following, but um, this is time to really step up. Yeah, so good I'm, good third, good third last outing on a heavy track. Mm-hmm. Um, so should handle the track okay. The class horse in the race, the one to beat, um, Mustang Valley. Yep. Uh, wide draw, Louis. Hopefully, you know it doesn't affect her, and they do they do stay wide because she'll make a race of it. Um, Helena Baby's a chance. I, I think I think it's La Creeks to lose. Mm, that's that's so. that's my bet. Um, Love it. I'm yeah. actually going to st- I'm actually going to stay away from that because I think there's two dead setters running at Randwick that are a better bet in the Darley Stakes, um, and one that I've been waiting for in the premier. Uh, the Epsom. The Epsom, which is Ice Bath. I think mm. Ice Bath wins that one. Hands down, if that weather comes that we're talking about. So it's looked weird in Sydney, and it looks like they will be on a heavy track. And you're taking Ice Bath, who's not outweight. She's not weighted out of the race, and uh, she's not weighted out. She's got James McDonald on it. Takes a lot of boxes. Kimpy. Takes a lot of boxes, and I think Zoo Star in the um, the the match, be, um, the Prelude Race Six in the Dali um, Stakes. If you haven't been watching that horse, uh, it's on fire. I think that's a nice little multi. What odds are you getting for Zoo Star? Three th- three thirty. Mm. Fireburn and so we got Wolverine. She races in the the flight stakes. Flew home its last start. Yep, <sighs> and she's been set for the mile for sure. Mm. The only question is Fireburn, the filly on the quick backup that won all those two year old races, and Gary Portelli has her flying. Yeah, starts favourite Fireburn. She does, and I think she's going to be really hard to roll. Uh, another couple at Hawks Bay races that we should definitely be watching on Saturday Hastings for the Hawks Bay Guineas, of course, Dynastic, $2.70. He just skipped over the, well, he skipped over the heavy track last start. Looked like he shouldn't have, but he kicked. Mm. He could be a really good horse. Opie Boston goes down to ride. And there was just a wee sneaky that I saw last what start. What is it? You got to, look, this is, this is buyer beware. But real slim shady last start at Topor. It's in race three here in the rating seventy five. Just go back and watch the replay at Topor. Question mark over the rider. Um, question mark over the barrier. Question mark over the fact that it's only one two of its fifteen starts. But go back and watch. The, go back and watch the replay last start. Oh, Louis. I'm just saying it flew. Mm. And real Slim Shady is just a little watch for me. We'll just see where those odds get to, 550 and 210. Anyway, loveracing.nz, massive weekend coming up. Massive weekend coming up. Uh, I'm looking forward to tipping up a storm with Mick on Saturday morning on the mail run and, of course, mm. the good oil as well. But after this, we'll be back to Around the Grounds. Somebody wants us to talk about the Manchester Derby. Any other games you want us to discuss and dissect after this on Around the Grounds, double eight, double three. It is 20 to nine this morning. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Cool. 14 away from 9 o'clock. Double eight, double three. Mark says, thanks, Louie. My smoky tipped out to the world. Real slim shady. Well, it's okay, Mark, because somebody else reckons that La Bella Beals is going to go all right on the text line as well. Double eight, double three. So it's an open race, race three there at Hastings on Saturday. You have your pick. Around the grounds, boys. And let's go around the grounds. Let's just double check it. Who was your top pick in the arrow field? Is he? 
I went La Creek. Yeah. I went La Creek, and, and I reckon La Creek's to win. I just, just quickly, I've just seen a horse come back. Aegon. Yes. Racing. Lee Thinnis' old pal. Yes, mate. Like, obviously, big. But a horse went over to Australia, didn't probably hit the heights it was hoping for. It's come back. What are we expecting for that? Aegon. Race, race, it's got race the, four. It's got the top weight, doesn't it? Yeah, top weight. And it trialed okay. Mm. Look, I'll personally watch Aegon go, Aegon go around, but I want to see him back to his best. Mm. What a star he was yeah. in that Karaka mile. Yeah, I was seeing his name. I was like, oh, that Aegon. Man, it's been away for a while. It's been spelling. It's come back. Yeah, just had, had its fair share of issues, mm. Aegon, didn't he? Mm. God, we never saw the best of him, so hopefully. Yeah. Yep, good. Well spotted there, uh, Daggy. Right. Arrowfield, you're La Creek. Yeah, La Creek. You're La Creek as well, Kempi? Uh La Creek, yep. Group one. I think she's gonna be really Late hard rage. to roll, but I'll for a point of difference, I'll I'll go Mustang Valley. Mm. Bengals Dolphins. One fifteen PM tomorrow afternoon at Pacor Stadium, Cincinnati. Well we know who Joe's tipping, so we don't have to ask him. I'm gonna go Bengals so Joseph gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bet against Brett from Huntley. I'm gonna go Bengals. Joe Burrows will get it done. Okay, Joe, actually I'll give you a chance here then. I'm actually going Bengals too, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sad. That was your chance to make. That was your chance to redeem yourself with tour. Uh, Hawks Bay v Tasman, 7.05pm tomorrow night at McLean Park. We've had a text here. I would love Kempe to talk Tasman Marcos up and give them the kiss of death so it helps Northland win a quarter final oh, spot. Mate, I'm going Hawks Bay. I reckon they do it by 50. Kempe! Kempe, don't you sit over there and smile. Bay, you've got Tasman. I know. So you've done that on purpose to kiss the death of my Hawks Bay. You horrible man, you horrible Gee, man. The, the depths a man will go to to win a tipping cop. Hawks Bay all day, baby. <laughs> you, you've really learned a thing or two about Kempi during this process, I haven't have, you? mate. He just does it on <laughs> purpose to wind me up. Do anything to win. Okay, what about Otago Canterbury Saturday night at the bar, Forsyth? Well, they're both as his team, so... Mate, Otago beat Canterbury last year down at Forsyth Bar. It is the local derby. Yeah, it's the local derby, and they really get up. Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. well, I think that's, I think that's probably it. You can just see that patch lifting, lifting. I don't have a patch for Canterbury. I don't, yeah, I don't really like well, What about, speaking of Canterbury? I don't like Canterbury, speaking but I like of Crusaders. Wash your mouth, mate. You, you live there on the blessed lands, all right? Speaking of the Blessed Lands, My what land. about Midverse South Canterbury, 2.30pm Saturday, Ashburton Showgrounds in the uh, mighty Heartland? Midboys. South. South will dominate them. Y- you reckon there's an upset? I do. You yeah. didn't like what you heard out of Theo? No. I reckon Mid's got him. Man, you love it, eh, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What about Waikato Bay of Plenty? And Bay of Plenty, obviously... Heartbreaker last night, 4.30pm oh, Saturday, Ava, FMG Stadium, Waikato. I'll be having a word to this skip, I mean coach, Mike Delaney, get them up. That's what, the what? one, that's the Bad game, yeah. that's the one that, that really needs to come that, home. That'll probably be the round of the, the weekend I reckon, because Waikato have been on a, on a in a freezer at the moment, they have been playing poorly, and I was with Beaver Donald, he's actually doing a bit of coaching with them, they need to bounce back. How much I coaching need, is I he need doing? Uncle Brett to go down there and... Tune up, yeah. That's going to be the, the the match of the round, I think. Okay, Panthers Eels, nine thirty p.m. Sunday night at a cool stadium, Sydney. Of course, it's the big dance. Panthers by two. Eels by six. I feel like a good old fashioned bat and coffee order on this. Then you go. I'm quite to happy to take that. Yeah, yeah. 
So you want me to shout lunch in? Well, you're going to win nah, the NPC tipping goal, mate. Come on. Nah, nah keen. Keen as. Keen as. Kippy. Chevo. I'm back. Yeah. There you go. We shout every day, don't we, anyway? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes no difference. It's just a little bit of... Boys love it. It's a little bit of drama to it. Uh, we had a text here from Brad. Manchester Derby, I'm a huge United fan, but unfortunately this is a bridge too far. If United play at pace and get in behind, then they could be a chance to win. City, I think, $7.50 at the tab. What do you guys reckon? I've always been a Manchester United fan because Old Trafford Rugby League's always played there, so I'm going United. Yeah. Oh, I just thought you were a Liverpool fan. No, well, it's in the derby though. Manchester City, man, there's no Liverpool in the middle. Mm. Uh, oh, hang on. It's Manchester City, Liverpool versus Manchester United. No, I'm taking Man United. So you go for more after this, sir. Right? Yeah, you're asleep. <laughs> lost the plot. Boys, United. United! <laughs> we are. Okay, boys. Very, very good. And appreciate everybody's texts that have come through this morning uh, on double eight, double three. And in general, what a busy Thursday we've had. Uh, go and catch our podcast at. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Highlights of today, obviously, Kevin Sinfield, um, pretty an amazing chat. But so amazing. was Richie Barnett. A couple of guys doing things, paying it forward, and uh, two league men. Kempe must be pretty proud. Oh, 100%. Just to, just to talk to uh, Kevy since I've left England, I haven't obviously had a chat to him, but just to hear what he had to say, and I'm so proud of him for what he's doing to for his mate. You know, that's, that typifies a, a decent, decent human being. Um, and Richie... Yeah, you know, Richie's been a pundit on on TV, Sky, calling rugby league, mm, yeah. and has come out and said we need to listen. I, I, that message in itself is massive for for people of my era because we were told to listen. Yeah, as kids, didn't he? Kind of, um, I tell you something. I was struck by listening to him how much he, him and Dr. Lara Andrews were saying the same message. When mm. your kids speak, sit down and listen. And mm. uh, I'm not a parent, but that it just resonated in everyday conversation. So if you missed that, go to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast, our podcast channels. I just don't know if I could sit down and listen to Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> she already tells me what no to do. you got no choice, mate. you oh. got no choice. But just great messaging there. You need uh, to go home and see, see Tilly. I, mate, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and honestly, this, this week has been special and it's been good to be up here with you lads and uh, share this week and, and talk about the conversations that we usually shy away from. So, yeah, appreciate it. Awesome, awesome big, messaging this week. Big week from you, Izzy. Well done, man. Kapoe again. Uh, the White Ferns, wow, they are under the pump, by the way. Ooh. 61 for six. They are in massive trouble. They need 54 from 59 balls. Jensen and Leah Tahuhu at the crease, halfway to go. We'll keep an eye on that and we'll catch up with Smithy in just a bit. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.